Hey, this is Adam Richmond from Food Network UK, and you are feasting your ears on the Hotspur Podcast. Come on, you Spurs. Yeah, well, welcome to a brand new Hotspurs podcast. It is Tuesday, the 21st of September, 2021. I am Steve in Leon C in Essex, and we have got on today's show. Unbelievable! Three in a row! Mr. Colin McKee, the talent, the ex-model, the father of future Spurs legend, Chris McKee. <laughs> I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're right. So you might have said to me, don't jinx it and all this, but I'm not superstitious. Don't believe in all that hocus pocus. So don't <laughs> worry. He will He will be Spurs legend. And uh, he'll, be, he'll, have his, he'll have his statue next to Jimmy Greaves. How about that? Uh, yeah. If they want to pay the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> See, now a certain other chap might have had a statue if he'd have, uh, if, if, yeah. well, he might still do. If he Mate pulls stuff. his finger out and, 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 and realises what he's doing with his uh, with his legacy and his career. But we'll get into that, Cole. Uh, yes. Mr. Harry Kane, we'll certainly talk about him. Um, but let's get into it then. Chelsea uh, at the weekend, thoughts? Well, I think the thoughts are, if anybody listened to our last show, I think the two of us got it absolutely spot on. Um, bar probably the goals coming in the second half. I think it was yourself, Steve, that said... You know, we'll we'll fight and we'll do whatever for about twenty odd minutes, and then Chelsea will score and we'll sit back and we'll have another week go, and then they'll score again. So, other other than actually being surprised at the starting lineup, I had no no thoughts about the game to be honest with you on Sunday. Whenever I got up, I was just sort of sitting there going, you know, this this is going to be a tough day. When I seen the lineup, I actually perked up a bit and went, oh, yeah. That's quite interesting. Wasn't expecting that. And sort of thought, well, look, at least we've got a team out there that can probably have a go. And look, to be fair, the first half was excellent. And I think I tweeted out at half time, look, this is all we ever ask for is a team that's committed and fighting and showing that they want to win and want to try and do well against whatever team that they play. That's all we ever ask for. But the second half was just, it was just unbelievable. You know, how their manager, who's obviously a world-class manager, can make a change and change the whole game. And we didn't do anything to even combat that. That was my biggest worry. And it was as if, obviously, you were at the game, so a lot lot different looking than what it is on TV. But, you know, it just looked to me like we ran out of ideas, we ran out of steam, we put everything into that first 45 and just a poor, poor day. And to be honest, Steve, it was embarrassing, embarrassing to be a Spurs fan and especially against Chelsea. You know, really, really disappointed, but wasn't surprised at the result either. Yeah. I mean, look, we're talking about the Palace game, going through all the all the things that went wrong, running up to it, um, and you thought the same was happening with Chelsea. You know, like we said, are, are the are these guys uh, even a, able to play? 
um, the, the guys that, you know, went off to, to South America. And then, and then you know, it, it slowly figures out, yes, they can play. Coupled with that, Sun can also play. And you're going, wait a minute, you know, what sort of teams are you going to pick? And, and you look at the lineup and you go, that is probably everybody, everybody on form, our best lineup. Um, and, you know, a couple of people were saying, you know, not, not Delhi uh, and things like that. But actually, Delhi, what, what my point was that everybody on form, because, of course, I wouldn't pick Ndombele in a month of Sundays. Um, but on form Ndombele, of course I would. So actually, that starting 11 uh, was exciting. I thought it was really good, really showed, uh, you know, that intent. Uh, you know, brave decision, I suppose, to, to leave out Skip. Um, and just to go, look, you know, we're going to play these guys. We're going to see what they're all about. Uh, It's a home against Chelsea. What have you got? And in the first half, they showed what they've got. They they showed passion, commitment, skill. Uh, They they went toe-to-toe with Chelsea, and they didn't get bullied. Um, And quite frankly, you know, people... I I know most people are saying it was a decent first half. Um, Chelsea are, are as we know, a brilliant team. Sweeping sides, sweeping teams aside, left, right, and centre, and they'll carry on doing that because they are. They've, they've got you know two players in every position, um, and and just the way you know they've got the Champions League momentum. Uh, they've just they've just got everything at the moment, all at the right time. Um, no injuries, uh, and everyone's just being playing brilliantly. So you know to go toe to toe, but what you then need, Cole, of course, is a little bit of luck. Uh, or you need to then you need to be the team that steps up, and you come out the second half. I mean, we and me and the boy were in our seats straight away, but as everyone else is coming out, you know, you're up, down, people coming past, you know, and, and the goal goes in, and half the stadium's not even full up yet because people are just coming back. So that immediately yeah. takes the wind out yourselves. I looked at Kane and Son, and they're both clapping their hands together, and uh, there's a point to this. Because when the second goal goes in, no one was clapping their hands together. They just charged back to the centre circle and just went, well, that's it. You know, and, and, and the thing is, the, the first goal, terrible defending, but these things happen. The second goal, terrible bad luck. Again, these things happen, but always disperse. And, <laughs> I've, I've, you know, Cole, in that little potch period, um, there were certain things that, that went our way. And we, and we said it, didn't we? The, the refereeing decision at Man City, the VAR decisions, the, the last-minute goal in Ajax, these things don't happen to Spurs. And the reason we say that is because they don't. They haven't happened. All the years we've, we've been supporting Spurs, it, it's bad luck after bad luck, ghost goals, uh, terrible refereeing decisions, Bale not playing because his wife gives birth. Uh, a mysterious injury here, there, and you know all these things that we, you know, that you list uh, that Lasa- we're not going to go Lasagna through. Lasagna gate. Uh, Lasagna gate. I mean, you know, how many, how many, how, you know, list another time an entire team have gone down with food poisoning when they need a point uh, against one of their major rivals to get into the top six. Never, never, ever, ever, never, ever happened before, ever in any sport, in any in in the history, and will never happen again. But it happens to Tottenham. So all these things. So what I mean is, you need that little bit of luck if you're going to win games against brilliant teams. And who got the luck? Who got the deflected goal? They did. And it completely wiped us out. Now, I'm not saying that uh, that is an excuse, because it's not. Because what we should have done was gone, right, 
okay, 2-0, that was unlucky. You know, it wasn't, again, it wasn't a terrible bit of defending. Okay, we gave the ball away or whatever. But the fact is, the actual the actual goal was luck. What, what I spoke to with someone today was, when we play West Ham, okay, when we play all these teams, they, they up it. They definitely up it. When we play against all these teams, we, we, just, we just keep losing. We keep losing against West Ham, Chelsea and Arsenal. Uh, just all the time we lose to these teams. And, and you, look at, um, you look at West Ham, for, for an example, of how they up their game. And even when we go like two or three and up against them, they fight back. Cole, the last, the last time he uh, was obviously lost, but the, th- the th- three nil down with eight minutes to go. And they, they come back to 3-3. Three, three. The time before that, Jose's first game, 3-0 up. They fought back, 3-2, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of um, a pride. The time before that, I think we were 3-0 up and they came back to 3-2. So why, why do West Ham, with, with 10 minutes to go, go, right, we're 3-0 down, but let's put a bit of passion into this. Let's show these fans. And in the end, OK, they, lo- they, they lost a couple of those games, but they walk away with their head held high and go, well, 10 more minutes and we, we might have got something from that because Spurs just capitulate. Um, but, you know, I know I was saying Chelsea would have capitulated, but my goodness, throw a few players forward. Let's let's see what we can do. Let's, you know, let's open it up a little bit. And so what if we lose another goal? We're only, always t- already 2-0 down. That's what other teams do, don't they? Just, just let's, but, you, you, but what happened after they scored their second goal? Nothing. The players did nothing. The manager did nothing. And, and it was just absolutely flat. And I kept saying to my boy, look, you know, we stay till the end, but there's no point. We're not getting back into this. What do you think, Carl? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And, you know, the point there to make, we're moving 2-0 down, it was 57 minutes gone. You know, there's, there's 33 minutes plus injury. So you're talking still 35 minutes in a game to go. And... We showed absolutely nothing, as you say. Now, that comes down to a few things. Probably, obviously, you know, the stuffing's been knocked out of them. But quality, quality in the in the team. And if you look at this, you know, our bench, you know, we literally had nothing on the bench. Um, but, you know, the disappointing thing for me at the start of the second half, I'm going to mention him, you know, in Dembele, our yeah. friend that we spoke about last week. Now, again, as you said, we'll hold our hands up if he comes back and he proves us all wrong. You know, the European game during the week, he showed flashes of absolute brilliance. Really actually enjoyed watching him. And I thought I thought in the first half on Sunday, he, he looked great. What happened? He got an eyelash in his eye. If you remember it, an eyelash or a wee bit of grit or a bit of sand off the pitch. And he was down for, what, four or five, maybe more, six minutes. Yeah. Getting his eye fixed. And I looked at his body language on the sideline. And that guy never came out the second half. He never came out. And it was nearly like, here's a great excuse for me to get off this pitch again. Yeah. And I know our good friend Jason McGovern on Last Word and Spurs talks about him and says, look, you know, we can't get any more than 60 minutes out of this guy, unfortunately. You know, I, I think it's always, I, I honestly don't believe the guy isn't fit enough. I think it's just an attitude and just an excuse to get off the pitch, especially if we aren't winning. You know, just just take me off. I don't want to don't want to have any more to do with this. Yeah. Again, I tweeted out after the game. You know what? Just take yourself off, mate. You know, 
there was flashes off the brilliant and I was going, right, come on, come on. And as soon as that happened, he, he was gone, absolutely gone. The same with Lichelso as well. You know, I have said before, what, what does that guy actually do? I, I cannot remember that guy ever having a great game for us or taking a game by the scruff of the neck. Yes, he's popped up with the odd goal against Man City or whatever, but literally give us nothing. And I'd have preferred, when you looked at the likes of the young lad, Brian Hill, that come on, yes, he's a wee bit lightweight and he's a lot to learn. But you know what? He, he was exciting. He ran about, he chased, he, you know, closed people down. You know, he, he really tried. And I'd have preferred to have seen him playing, you know, in that front three, you know, along with Kane and Son. And the likes of a, a Lachelso, who just seems to, as you say, just sit and pull his shirt down the whole game. So those two guys really disappointed me. Um, and look, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either, but it's just so disappointing. I'm also disappointed a bit in our manager that, you know, you sort of expect these days, you know, Tuchel is able to make that change, you know, to change the whole game. Surely within 10 or 15 minutes of that, we're bound to have ideas of how we can maybe change it back into our favour, but nothing seemed to happen. And unfortunately, I think we're just in for a season of this. I listened to his press conference today about, you know, obviously Wolves is the important one before Arsenal at the weekend. You know, these are two massive games this week. You know, we can't afford to go to Wolves who aren't, haven't started well at all, aren't scoring many goals. We can't afford to go there and lose. And then if we pop up on Sunday and put in a performance like that against Arsenal, who, as we said last week, have had a bit of form, not playing great, but, you know, they'll be up for us. They'll be well up for us on Sunday with, with their crowd. But I just don't know, Steve. It, it's it's just it's just depressing. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And, and we, I watched the Arsenal game and uh, they matched, well, they, they're the same as Burnley. Um, you know, so they're not a good side. Uh, and, and, and when you look at their side on paper, I was quite impressed with it, actually. I thought, hey, do you know what? This is not a bad side. Um, you know, I think they've got everybody back fit again now. But, that, you know, Burnley game, Burnley matched them toe for toe and were unlucky not to get a draw out of it. Um, so uh, we haven't got anything, I think, to worry about with regards to Arsenal um, doing anything league-wise. Of course, they'll, uh, you know, get um, uh, four home ties um, in the FA Cup. Uh, like they have in the League Cup home to Wimbledon. What a lovely fixture for them. Whereas we've got to go to Nuno's old side, who we've already beat, who are desperate for justice and desperate to desperate to beat us. So uh, that's a nice fixture for us. While they've got AFC Wimbledon, who have come for a lovely jolly up at the Emirates. Um, and, and, and they'll win that comfortably, of course, get more confidence. Um, and, you know, and, and this is what's happening. We, 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 it's like I said to you, they were very, very lucky to play City and Chelsea in the first three games because I think if the fixtures would have been reversed and they'd have had Norwich and then Burnley in those first three games, I think they'd have lost them. And then they'd have had City and Chelsea uh, and lost yeah. those as well. And it would have been a different story. Um, but the fact is that they've got their got got everybody back now. They've they've they've, they've, they've got a you know half decent looking side. But I, I, I don't, I'm not worried about them at all challenging and getting themselves back in in the Champions League uh, in terms of uh, the top four absolutely no, no. way um, no. so that's that but but saying that I am worried about them 
um, with regards to coming up, coming up to us again, and, and, and you know, getting getting the same points as us by this time next week. Um, because, like I said, Cole, I was chatting to this lad today, just saying that why is it that they always beat us? Um, you know, we, we've won that Kabul game. That's the only time we've won at the Emirates and, and the Cup game, of course. But in the league, we they 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 do us every five twos, two nils, three nils, the odd one one. Um, you know, Chelsea as well. We never they smash us home, they smash us away. West Ham, I think, is about fifty fifty. You know, and that and that game, we should be really at least winning five to their one. But I think it's about fifty fifty. Um, and I know those three sides completely hate us, um, and, and that's and that's what's going on there. Um, but it, it, but why can't we raise our game and win those games? You know, we 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 you're, you're in Northern Ireland, which is, which is you know, I was going to say quite good because you haven't you're not surrounded by London football fans, but you are <laughs> su- surrounded by Liverpool and Man United, who of course always yeah. beat us as well. Um, but I'm surrounded by West Ham fans who, quite frankly, laugh at me on a regular mm-hmm. basis because they yeah. get results against us. You know, not many Chelsea fans. There aren't many Chelsea fans, um, you know, apart from West London uh, and, and young, uh, the, the younger generation. So there's not many Chelsea fans, but they, they laugh at me constantly. And Arsenal as well, because even though they, they're below us in the league now, they still beat us. They still get these results. Um, and, then, and, then, and then what we do is, is we go and, you know, we'll beat the Norwiches and we'll beat the West Broms and we'll beat those sides. And I don't know anyone that supports those teams, Cole. Um it's even like Man. Say. It's even like Man City. We always beat Man City, yeah. but we don't know any. I don't, I don't know, know any, any Man City fans. fans. But, 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 but Arsenal. I talked to an Arsenal fan today, and that's the sort of side they do lose to. So they will, they will have a decent result against the Spurs, and then they'll go and lose at Swansea, or they'll go and lose at Wolves, or you know, or, or even at home, they'll they'll lose at home to Crystal Palace, you know. And it's not a problem. It's you know, what's Who cares? They don't know any of the, 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 those fans. But all the, all the fans that I know support teams that beat us all the time. And it's so depressing. I know, I know. But look, um, you know, I think another part to do with that as well is, you know, and we have to mention, I think we mentioned on, on the last pod, is, look, our squad is just not good enough, Steve. It's just not good enough. You know, let, let's go through a few players. Well, look, Emerson Royal, you've seen him live for the first time. I know the guy's only joined, so I'm not going to get on his back. The big disappointment I found in him, he didn't look as if he had much pace. And whenever we signed him, I could have swore all the talk was about we've signed this attacking, you know, fullback that's going to go up and down the line, all you know, you know, like a Trent Alexander Arnold or like an Andy Robinson bombing up and down the line. You know, like Alonso was beating him for pace. And, I'm, and, and look, don't get me wrong, Alonso, for some reason, always has brilliant games against us. But I've actually watched him quite a bit this season. He's been having great games every every match. And that's why Chilwell can't get in their side. But I, I just looked at him. And obviously, Doherty, I don't th- even think, was on the bench. And then I thought, and people will laugh, about our old mate Serge Aurier. And I know he was a bit of a calamity. And he gave away silly fouls. And he gave away silly penalties. But you know what? That guy was a danger going up and down the pitch, wasn't he? When you think of the amount of times the great crosses he put in, chipped them with the odd goal, there was something about him, and I thought he had a bit of passion. But look, we'll have to see how Emerson Royal goes. I well, thought Jim, Romero 
What did you, what did you think of him? Go, go, going back on the right-back situation, we got rid of Trippier, didn't we? I mean, yeah. the, 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 the England right-back who uh, has, has now won the league at Atletico Madrid, and we got rid of him because he had a slightly dodgy season after scoring uh, in the World Cup semi-final. And he, had a, he, had, uh, he was a bit tired, so he didn't have that many good games. And uh, it was like, oh, get rid of him. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, with no replacement. So mm-hmm. we could have had, like I said to you last week about, about Cresswell at West Ham, a really good, steady, uh, competitive uh, English right-back in Kieran Trippier, but we got rid of him. And I've got no problem with getting rid of him as long as you get someone better in, and we never did. Uh, yeah. you know, obviously, we got Doherty, and that's going to have been a complete calamity. Uh, I thought that he would, he'd, be, he'd be pretty good, but he was terrible in that European game. He can't cross the ball. What's, yeah. what's happened there? Why couldn't he cross, cross the football? He had about five chances to cross the football, and he, and he, and he, hit, he was hitting it like, like, like a school child. Can't, can't yeah. kick it two feet in the air. And, and, then, those, and the new guy comes in. And I thought, Cole, I thought Royale was the uh, Barcelona right back. He's only played three games for them. Yeah, he's been alone at Betis. Yeah. So he has for about a year and a half. But I thought yeah. he was. I thought he was this Barcelona right back who they have to get rid of because they can't pay his wages. But it turns out we got him because they don't want him. Yeah. So well, what, we'll what see did with you, him. What did What did you think of his pace watching it? I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. I didn't really uh, no, notice it. But you know, Re- Re- Reggie yeah. hasn't had a good game for a long, long time. No, uh, we mentioned him last week. I thought Romero looked good. Yeah, I, I like the look of Romero. Um, I thought he looked he looked strong. He looked steady. And and to be fair to Eric Dyer, I, I thought Eric Dyer had a very good game for us again. I know he was very unlucky with uh, with the deflection for the goal, but you can't do anything about that. No, but you know, no, he had the leg he had the leg strapped up and. Do you know what? He was given a hundred percent. That's what I thought. So yeah, yeah. I, I can't can't complain. But look, our squad, our squad is not Hel- good enough. We're happy with Helbier. We're uh, uh, the 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 Endombele situation is ridiculous. Skip's too young, um, and we've just got no I, midfield. With yeah, no midfield. With no with no midfield. Uh, the the players the players behind Kane. Uh, are always getting injured. They're always changing. They're inconsistent. You know, like I said to you, that Traore, once again, uh, uh, ev- everything that Wolves did, I think they lost, didn't they? But I was watching Match of the Day and every yeah. time, every attack in the highlights was him running at the fullback and getting a cross yeah. in. And he did put yeah. a couple of crosses when I think Jimenez should have scored in the last minute, shouldn't he, or something? Yeah, which was a decent someone cross. hit the bar. Someone hit the bar from one of his crosses. Yeah, and so. we can't keep banging on about it, but the, you know, that that that's a situation which I, I just can't can't understand. Ings no. plays for Villa. He doesn't score, but he they win three nil, and that was after we said about Everton we're we're a half decent <laughs> side. So all these players. That all these players that we, we, we you know, Tommy Asu, did you see his stats for Arsenal? 100, 100% uh, winning it in the air. 100% tackles won. You know, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but we said, no, we don't want you. We want Royale. I mean, what what is going on? So anyway, look, <clears throat> we haven't got, <clears throat> I don't think it's the squad that's not good enough. I think it's the team. <clears throat> the team is not good enough. Um, we've got squad players, Cole. Uh, we've got internationals. You know, Ben Davis is a Welsh 
international. He's a perfect backup left back. Okay. The trouble is our number one left back is not very good. You know. <laughs> oh, he isn't. You know. Right. So I don't you, get regular on because you can't. We, 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 you can't have two world class left backs at a, a team unless you're Chelsea and City, right? So you do have to have a backup. And and Davis is that no fuss international knows what he's doing unless he's sticking his arm out. But you know he's your backup. Right, but you do need a half decent left left back if you're going to have a backup like Ben Davis. So you know, and we can go on with the list of. of uh, there's just sorry, Go just on. to jump back to Doherty. You know, um, the European game you were absolutely dreadful. But what what has happened? You know, his old manager has now come to Spurs. Yeah, who played him week in week out. He scored goals for Wolves. Like every time I watched Wolves play, he was on the edge of the box, in the six-yard box, you know, tapping in, you know, crosses, scoring goals, defending. And th- this was with Nuno. So I obviously thought, well, Nuno's come in. He knows what way this guy plays. He'll play to his strengths. And, and that hasn't happened either. Now he's not even in the squads. So it's so so strange to see how that how that has has happened to the guy. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and funny, I was listening. I think, unfortunately, it was Talk Sport. I think the other day, you know, and it was uh, Townsend. We call him, played for Chelsea. Andy Townsend was talking, yeah. and they were talking about Spurs, and someone said about you know about Nuno's record, you know, and he's very defensive. And he turned around, and I actually, and I agree with him, and I've been thinking this, going, Wolves never bored me. Whenever I watched Wolves under Nuno for that year and a half, until he got those major injuries, I used to love watching Wolves. Yeah, great As you said before, you know, they beat us at, at the new stadium, they beat us at Wembley, you know, and, you know, to me, they were never a negative-born team. So I'm sitting going, how come now these came to Spurs that we look like a negative-born team. Yeah. And does does that come down to the players, Sam? Because if yeah. you look at his midfield at Wolves, he had Neves, he had Martinho, um, he had Don, Dan Donker, whatever you call him. He had a forward line of, of Adam Torori, uh, Jimenez Jota. and Jota. You know, that that is some midfield in strike force. Mm. And he had like, centre-backs of Connor Cody and uh, Bowley. Portuguese international goalkeeper. He, he signed, if you remember, Barcelona's right back then. Yeah. After Doherty went, you know, so I thought they were a great team. I'm just sitting going, I honestly don't think this guy has the players at Spurs to do what he needs to do. Yeah. And you know, and you know what? They saw they say also that um oh he was spiking in interviews and stuff like I can't remember ever remember that. I remember him always always coming across, you know, good talking. Uh, uh, you know, not. I haven't got a massive opinion about when he was there, but he didn't come across as spiky. And now, I'm sorry, but he's he's living up to the 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 the, the, the hype, if you like. That he's he's a he's a one word answer manager. Yeah. Do you know what? You're gonna have to. Um, you know, you're 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 not you're not Jose Mourinho. You you're, you can't walk away from the Spurs job. Uh, you know, in, in six months' time, if you get the sack or whatever, and go, well, wasn't my fault because I'm sorry, um, you're gonna you're gonna have to do something about this. Yeah. Um, you can't just 
stand in front of the camera and look look miserable and you and uh go well you know one word answers do you know what i mean like you're gonna yeah, have like to I, give us you're gonna have to give us a little bit more today yeah we watched this press conference today and literally bored the life clean out of me yeah. and went he looked depressed he looked down yeah. in the dumps and i'm sitting going you know as you say you know give us something mm-hmm. yeah look don't worry the creativity's coming you know, we're working so hard in the background, you're going to see a difference. You know, we're going to see this. Is you're that going what to he said? That. No, he didn't. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's what I was oh, hoping well, he was right. going to say. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was, that's what we want to hear. He literally sat there and gave one word answers. Yeah. And it was just it's like, like oh. it's, 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 it's like he's, it's like he's, it's like someone said to him, um, go and, uh, go, go and be, Jose Mourinho, because mm-hmm. that's what Spurs want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like mm-hmm. it's like no one said to him, "Listen, don't don't do what Jose Mourinho did. You're gonna have yeah. to play play attractive, you know, football. You're gonna have to do that because it's almost like he's doing it on purpose. It's like he's purposely, and I said it last week. He's gonna he's gonna be stubborn." He's, he's purposely being negative. And okay, that team he played uh, against Chelsea what wasn't a negative team. But then he made it negative by bringing off two, you know, creative midfielders. And, and I, know you, I know we weren't happy with them, but that's only because we weren't happy with them in the second half. We were perfectly happy yeah. with, with them in the first half, right? So yeah. in the second half, rather than pulling them both over and saying to the two lads, listen, what's going on? Or, or why not? Why not say I had to bring off Endombele and Lachelso because they were they were exhausted. They'd said to me at halftime, you know, tell us something, give us something. But we're sitting yeah. there going, oh, Skip's coming on. What, 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 what's he? What's he going to do? What sit there and play sideways? And then yeah. Hill's coming on. What, what, you, what, what? You know, you've thrown into the Lions there. What's, uh, you know, or, or it's not like Hill came on and we gave him the ball. And he he's now running at people and look at he's electric and we nothing absolutely nothing so uh, I, I, you know, I'm a little bit flabbergasted but what, what I will say, Cohen I've said this many times is we've been here before we have been here before and look we've we've got two games coming up now which are I mean they're 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 incredibly vital. And although you might have thought I was going to be positive with the way I started that, was I actually, um, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Like I did with Chelsea, here's what's going to happen. So we're going to go to Wolves. Um, It'll be a disaster. Uh, We won't be at the races in any way whatsoever. And he he might even pick uh, a a relatively strong side. Uh, I I think he'll include Kane. I think he'll include Mm -hmm. Sun. Uh, I think he'll include uh, a lot of a lot of those players. Uh, Holbier possibly. Um, he might change the back four a little bit because I think we've got probably more cover, believe it or not, in our back four. Uh, but I think he'll stick with Loris in goal. Um, but I think we will uh, lose, uh, and it will be an embarrassing two 0 I think it, I think we won't even be in. You know, they'll score and then they'll get a second, and and, and we'll be like what. You know, because I'm looking forward to the game, funnily enough, because it's a cup game and it, and it's not a soppy conference league. I'm gonna, you know, what, what to try and watch it on, a, on you know, down, down at a friend's house, um, you know, and uh, and do it that way. 
Um, I'm quite looking forward to it, but I'll, I'll tell you now what's going to happen. It's going to be, you know, we'll go out in a whimper, absolute whimper. We're then going to go to Arsenal. We're then going to go to Arsenal. I'll see what's going to happen. We'll go one nil up. Okay, we'll go one nil up, and then that'll be it. Absolute. We won't have another chance. Uh, Arsenal will come back. They'll show passion. The fans will be up for it. Uh, they'll get the equaliser and then they'll go on to win two, maybe three, one, uh, you know, with, with, with the third goal, Gary Neville going, oh, the roof's come off the place. I've never been in a stadium with so much noise. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, Martin Tyler will go, this is incredible. Arsenal are back. And then we'll trudge back and, and it'll be three, one. And then Jason Cundy will be on his radio show going, going North London is red. Make no mistake about it and all that sort of rubbish. And we'll have to endure that. Uh, and, and that's what's going to happen in the next two games, Carl. What do you yeah, think? I, I, I think I'm going to agree with you, unfortunately. Um, we'll put it like this. If it happens that way, and this might sound a bit daft, is he under pressure? Is he under pressure? Because I think he is. Yeah. And, I, and I personally think he's under pressure already. I think he's come into this into this team thinking that he can maybe change a few guys and do whatever, and I think he's real. I think it's hit him now to go. Look, this this squad isn't as good as what I thought it was going to be, and look, it comes down to the bottom line. And I've seen a few people tweet this. You know, we're we're blaming all these managers that have come in. You know, we're still sitting with a lot of the same players, mm. and I think it's about time a lot of these players have to start taking a lot of the blame. So you know, I I think that's what's happened. And look, it stands with the man upstairs, Daniel Levy. He has not backed us, and no matter what anybody says, he, to me, he's done nothing for our club. You know, absolutely nothing. You know, why do, why do we just not make a statement? Just go for those extra few players. And, you know, we can all see it ourselves, and the buck lies with him. Was there any shouting? Was there any shouting about him at the game on Sunday? No, but I'll tell you this, right? Because you asked me, uh-huh. did I go? And yes, I did go. Um, and, and like I've said many times, we are lucky enough to have great seats, okay? Uh-huh. Um, and uh, the, the fact is that, that 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 stadium, in my opinion, there is not a, 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 an inch of that stadium that hasn't had the utmost of care, thought. Uh, when you do the stadium tour, they tell you that uh, initially there were like these red um, uh, ties that were going to go around something or whatever. And Daniel Levy said, no, absolutely no red anywhere in the stadium, <laughs> anywhere. Um, and it's quite clever, actually. There's signs on doors that say red zone. And right. I thought, I said to my son, I said, oh, that's quite clever. That's re- that is a, honestly going, do not come in here. <laughs> it's a red zone, you know, like not just a red zone in generally, like red zone, you know, it's Arsenal zone. So that's quite clever. But the, the thing is, you know, you sit down, uh, me and Sam sit down, we get there really early. Uh, we sit down and a bloke comes over and says, uh, would you like the chicken or the cauliflower pie? Or would you like this? Would you like some nachos? Uh, the bar's over there. This, this is here. That's there. You know, there, it's absolutely, you know, soppy, uh, the soppy cup thing that fills your beer up from the bottom. You know, all those sorts of things. And we, go, we bang on about it, Cole. The fact that it's a carbon zero match. The fact that we've won architect of the year thing. The fact that our groundsman's always the groundsman of the year and all this. Why is it that Daniel Levy sits in his office and goes, I want to be the best at architect. 
I want the best stadium. I want the best training facilities. I want the best groundsmen. I want the best this, best this, best this. You know, the boxes are incredible at Spurs. Everything is wonderful. I want the best seats, you know, heated seats. I want, you know, at the best view. I want the U2, the U2 uh, stadium sound that they, sound guy that they take on their tour, right? But we can't go, I'll spend five extra million to get Grealish. Or uh, uh, Triori, here's 40 million. No, we want 50. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. When when we've got, uh, you know, the -the state-of-the-art sound system at the stadium, which probably cost, you know, how much does a sound system cost at a stadium? 100 million? Probably, something like that. Yeah. No, so, you're. But he doesn't. That's, that's so, right. so, so everything is incredible apart from that blimmin' team, which is exactly as as I say. You know, it's all right. It's all right. You know, we'll finish eighth this season. We'll get to a semi final. We'll do all right here, there. You know, we might, we might. Well, we've already beaten City, which was great. We might get a result at home to Arsenal. You know, later on in the season. Uh, we might draw at Anfield, maybe. I don't know, probably not, but we might get a couple of results here or there. But generally, uh, you know, what, why does Levy say to himself, do you know what, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that mediocrity. Um, when the biggest thing is, Cole, money. He wants money. How do you get, how, how do you get the most money? Let me think. Maybe with a successful football team? Could we yeah. sell more shirts if we if we'd have gone and got Ronaldo? Could, could, you know, would Ronaldo have turned us down? Probably not. The only reason he's gone to United was because City bid for him. That's the only reason he's gone. United weren't yeah. in the running. Yeah. Why didn't we go? Why didn't we go and say, "Oh, tell you what, what Ronaldo's available, we'll we'll, there, we'll, there, we'll have him. He'll sell a million another, shirts on day one." There's, there's would you come? Another thing there, yeah. Would you have bought a Ronaldo shirt? Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Correct. Me too. Go on. <laughs> There's another thing. You know, why why was he not even thinking, or why was there no talk of of Gareth Bale staying at the club for another yeah. year? Absolutely. With, you know, so there's our Ronaldo. Our yeah. Ronaldo's Gareth Bale in front we of the our, fans. In front of the fans, we had no supporters with them last year. We all were. Buzzing, delighted, dancing whenever we got him back. A bit like the United fans are, but we never got to see him. We mm. never got to see him. Why would you not look at a deal and go and speaking to his representatives for Real Madrid, he's another year left. Like, we'll take him on another loan because he's not going to kick a ball for years. Gareth, why did you stay at this club, you know, and, and see the fans and say mm. your cheerio properly? And you imagine the amount of seat or jerseys that would have been getting bought at that ground. Every weekend, like your Sam would have been going to you on Sunday going, Dad, please, could I just not have Gareth Bale on the third kit? And you're sitting going, look, you've already got the two kits, but right, okay. You know, just because it's Gareth Bale. That would have been happening week in, week out. You know, you launch the third kit when Gareth Bale's there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. And look at the goal. And what did he score? What, 16 goals for us last year? Yeah. You know, so... I, I don't know. Look, unfortunately, until... Oh, yeah. He we, did it, he did it for it. us. Yeah, okay, he didn't do it in some games. But don't forget, don't forget that, that uh, uh, Mourinho left him out for six six weeks after he played right. poorly against Arsenal. He's so, a hat-trick so, for, hat yeah. for Wales three weeks ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he would. I think he would have. I think he would have scored more goals if if Mourinho would have played him more. And with the crowd behind him. Yeah. Hundred. Yeah, like and I said to you last been, week, Carl. Like who, Ronaldo. Who was, after that terrible season last year, who was it that he said, "Right, we're going to get this lad in. We're going to get this lad in to cheer up the fans." A centre back from Argentina. Really? Is that? Is that? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Who are we going to get to cheer up the fans? You know what? What? What football manager? You know, I even if you even if even if you go, do you know what? Let's go and get uh, uh, even Pochettino back, or or let's let's give Hoddle another couple of years. You know, or, or, or I don't know, but yeah, Van der Vaart. Let's go and get yeah. him in. But let him be the manager. You know, just know. just so no, our Spurs I... fans can go. Oh right, okay, Klinsman. You know, a lot, a lot of Spurs fans would have said, "Oh, Klinsman, what?" But when Klinsman stands up there, stands out the front there with a Spurs shirt on, clapping his hands, yelling and yelling and shouting at Harry Kane, right? And then, and then, and then he comes off, you know, and then, and then he's going to Harry Kane. Look, I know you wanted to leave, but my goodness, this is how you score. This is, you know, and we're going. Do you know what I mean? Something to excite us, something to get us going. But no, he got Nuno, he got Nuno, and I don't know what, you know, and this is again on Levy to say, what are his instructions? I want to play attacking football. And two, and then against Palace, we play three defending midfielders and not one of them uh, goes attack. I wouldn't have minded if we'd have played those three. And you could clearly see that Winks is playing the number 10. But he wasn't, you know. And, and 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 so, what are his instructions to him? And then what are, what has he done? What I don't get it. Oh no, let's make sure that we've we've uh, in, rather than getting uh, Martinez from uh, Atalanta. Is that right? Enter. Enter. Inter, right. Rather than getting him, what we'll do is uh, I've got another I've got another memo on my desk here. Uh, uh, um, uh, who's his assistant? That lady. That's uh, Spurs. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I can't remember her name. Oh, Carol? No, something like that. Karen, probably. Anyway, Karen. And he goes, <laughs> he goes rather than um, rather than rather than doing that, rather than buying that centre forward, what we've got here, I've got a memo from uh, the Green Party who says that we can do a carbon neutral match. Uh, should we do that <laughs> instead? You know, because it would have cost money. To get all that, all the advertising, all the sponsorship, all the rest of it, whatever it all costs, it would have cost money to do that. Let's do yeah. that instead, and then we can be the first carbon-neutral football match, rather than going going and get Ward Prowse from Southampton, who would have come in a, in a flash, in a flash. Yeah, Go on, Look, it's, it's the last never one, go- but I, I'm done. Yeah. I know, I'm done too. <laughs> it's never going to change while he's there, Steve. And, and you know, people say, oh, who are you going to get? And I, I understand that. I mean, and there's nobody maybe there, but why can't we just get the the oil tycoon Saudi Arabia want to buy us? Who, who was the who was that crowd that wanted to buy Newcastle? Can you, yeah. was, that, was that Saudi or I whatever? You know, just I don't you know, know. but I don't, and I don't want to. I don't want to get political, but I'm not sure. I, I know. You know what I mean? With 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 with. I know. With, I know what you mean. With the goings ons. Yes, you know, I know. I, know. A, I get that. Isn't there a? a, a, a <laughs> how about we, how about the story of Abramovich? He's gonna buy Spurs, 
And as they left on the helicopter and they flew back to Heathrow or wherever they were going, yeah. <laughs> he looks out the window and goes, what's that? And the bloke goes, well, that's Chelsea. And he said, yeah. right. And he, so he gets on the phone and goes, you know that, we've just looked at Spurs, it's this much. How much is Chelsea? Oh, right. Oh, I'll buy that then. Yeah. And the rest is history. Why, why wasn't it a cloudy day over London? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know, when they, whenever he's flying back, it was the bluest skies you could ever have in London, oh. and and there was the big blue seats all sitting shining out on him. Oh, there's another the biggest Spurs thing that you could ever hear. The same as all the players that were, you know, who was it? A uh, Hazard was at Tottenham. Goes to Chelsea the next day. William was yeah. at the training ground getting Hazard, Hazard was done. Um, yeah. uh, the and other William one was uh, Fernandez. Were, had told or was leaving the training ground, having mm-hmm. shook everybody's hand, saying, I'm going to Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the game, and then I'm just going to finish with this. I watched the match um, on, on the big match or whatever it was uh, uh, several years ago. And it was from 1985, 1986. And the commentator might have been Brian Moore. And it was again a game at Spurs versus Luton or something. And he said, uh, oh, and um, oh, and the, I was speaking to uh, Peter Shreves uh, just before the match, saying that Jesper Olsen uh, is a done deal and should be there by the end of the week. Do you remember Jesper Olsen? Yeah, I remember. Brilliant, brilliant yeah. Danish player who went to Man United. So I don't know what happened there, but and some people might be listening to this and going, yeah, I remember that. But this was obviously the, before the days of uh, media yeah. and Sky and all that. But there you go. It started all the way back then. Oh, oh, here, do you know what I thought about during the week as well? Um, when we were talking about, you know, Terori and all last week. I went, and a player that I keep forgetting about whenever we're doing the show, and he's just come into my head, Sim Maximum at Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. Why were we not looking and going, let's go, Newcastle, Mike Ashley's actually a Spurs man anyhow. You yeah. know, he's trying to sell that club. Mike, how much do you want? Because we'll bring we'll bring the Spurs away. You're a big Spurs fan, mate. And I'm sure you'd yeah. love to see him playing for Spurs. How much yeah. do you need for him? He yeah. might have been the 40, 50 million pound. And then I sort of thought, could you imagine St. Maximum on one side, Terori on the other, and then you've also got Kane and Son. Yeah. And you could even play Kane. Let him drop in and play the number 10 and play Son up front. Mm. Imagine that as a front four. And as we have said before, it's a bit like signing the Ginola back in the day and the Gascoigne back in the day. You know, that player that's going to get us off our seats, yeah. going, to excite, going to give us some excitement. And I guarantee you, if we had those kind of players, we could probably deal with losing the odd game. Mm. You know, <laughs> but uh, he's just a player, because I know we have spoke before about why do we not go to these so-called smaller clubs and take their best players? I watched him there the other night again, and his last couple of games. He's brilliant. Yeah, he might fall over the ball the whole time, but he is exciting to watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Listen, mate. Let's um, we'll do this again uh, possibly next week when it when uh, when we after to... Arsenal. <laughs> oh, Wolves, Wolves, then Arsenal, and then I think it's yeah. Villa at home, which I can't go to because they've changed it, and I'm you know I do a lot of work for charity. And uh, I'm uh, running the London Marathon. So I'm not only going to be uh, uh, missing the match, I think uh, around the sort of time that I'll finish the marathon, then uh, they'll be kicking off. So I can't, even, can't yeah. get to it. What's you know, it been changed to? It's on the Sunday. Sunday? Right. Yes, okay. Villa, yeah. 
And, so, and and the next home game, like league game after that, is Man United at home. So I'd have been to I'd have been to Chelsea at home and then Man United at home. Oh, I'm trying to enjoy these season tickets, but it's blimmin' hard. Um, oh, well, do you know and, what? Uh, Steve? Just I don't go know. and enjoy. Just go and enjoy watching Man United. You know, as they sing, you're only here to see Ronaldo. I heard them yeah. singing that to the West Ham well, that, fans. Well, that is, that is true. I think we should all just go collectively. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, true. exactly. You tell the <laughs> truth. You tell you the get, truth. You know, you take young Sam there with you to the games and look, exactly. there's a chance for Sam to see Ronaldo play in the flesh. Exactly. So why we not? Watched, we why watched not? Messi at Wembley and it and it was absolutely brilliant. And, uh, yeah. You know, we, watch Ronaldo and stuff. Seen him before, of course, yeah. in the first time around when he used to uh, dive all over the place and uh, good to see yeah. you stop doing that. <laughs> now, uh, all right, mate, got to go. No worries. Well, sure, look, let's let's keep everything crossed that we can win these two games, but I, I just can't see it. But look, if I've got to take a choice, I'll take beating Arsenal over Wolves. So, oh. Let's hope. Let's hope we just turn up. Beat be, 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 be Arsenal and um, that's, it, it, all is forgiven. All is forgiven. Well, beat Arsenal in a nice way. He knows he's under pressure. He better, he better do it. Better yeah. do it. All right, matey. Okay, okay, mate. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Cheers, matey. Bye. Cheers.